ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network where I, your host Ted Weston, along with my crew, OG Will, the New Mouth of the South, Tyler Peters, Rep Amy Veronica, the Temptress Witch Ivy, the Executive Nelio Cuomo Costa, the Presenter of the Key, Kevin Key, and the Cuz, Cousin Mike, bring you the best content in wrestling podcasting. It's the indies, it's the pros, it's anywhere you go. Let's jump right in to Rewind Wrestling Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio, right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network. I'm your host, Ted, and we have our very own Forbidden Door happening here tonight because I brought in some guests to talk about Forbidden Door. I'm super excited, along with my normal panel uh, comrades in Tyler P., in Ref Thick, and in Cousin Mike. Uh, I've got from the top rope wrestling talk i always have to stop myself and say that slow because if i don't i mess it the fuck up uh we've got the one the only south philly psycho dom welcome to the show brother thank you thank you it's always good to be here you know i love you guys uh we love you too brother we love you too and uh and and the (laughs) the head of our table the the professor x of podcasting the triple the h of degeneration one. west <laughs> <laughs> the head of the league of extraordinary podcasts and the host of circle of debate the devious one ivan welcome brother thank you very much for having me man i appreciate you guys very much you know i love you all and man i'm excited man i'm excited we'll see what we're gonna get into tonight Oh man, it's gonna. I have some feeling we're gonna we're gonna hear some some differing opinions on some shit tonight. I'm just saying, there's gonna be some differing opinions on some shit tonight. Um, I'm super excited, and so uh, all of my friends that are are watching on YouTube, listening on podcast platforms, listening on Sportswire, listening or watching on Roku TV. Uh, I, I can't believe how many po- platforms we've managed to get on the, the little podcast that could hear. Um, thank you, thank you so much for joining us. Please remember to go grab your merch at whatamaneuver.net, and uh, please remember to hit that subscribe button, turn on the notifications. And uh, before we get too deep into our into our topic tonight, which is Forbidden Door, uh, we're recording this on the Thursday before Forbidden Door, so we're as up to date as we're going to get um, before uh, before this has to come out. I want to I want to get the uh, the league guys here. I want you to tell everyone where they can find your shows. So Dom, tell us where can we find Top Rope Wrestling Talk, brother? Oh, absolutely. Um. You can pretty much find us wherever podcasts are distributed. Go to anchor.fm backslash TRWT to see our episodes and all our platforms. Pick your favorites and follow them if you haven't already. And of course, we're always on YouTube. We always record live so you can get in on the show as we make it. And you can find that at TRWT parentheses of Fox Den Jung. It's a Philly thing because it's my thing. (laughs) That's right. That's right. He's down south, but he's from here. Don't don't I'll get always be Philly. Don't you can get take me out of Philly, but you can't take the Philly out of me. That's, That's right. right, brother. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Devious one. Tell us where we can find Circle of Debate, my friend. Same. Likewise, how Dom said it, you can find us at any podcast platform, audio platforms, and Anchor, Apple Podcasts, or, or Spotify at Circle of Debate, and it's one on our YouTube channel. Excellent. Excellent. And folks, I listen to these shows every week. Um, especially, I listen to... Um, to Ivan's show when I want to learn a little bit more about New Japan, um, which I, I've, I've actively done the last couple of weeks. I've made sure to go back and actually listen to past episodes. Very informative stuff 
over there at Circle of Debate talking about the most recent uh, title changes and the and the rivalries that are happening over there. Uh, I know that the episode that came out earlier this week was about uh, was about climax, right? Yes, sir. Um, and that was a great episode. I really enjoyed great listening episode. to the show. Um, you know, I, I tend to listen on Apple Podcasts, but you guys can literally find these guys anywhere. Go and listen to their product as well as ours. Um, they are our friends. They are our familia, as as uh, Ivan likes to say. And uh, we we love to support each other. So please, please, please go out and uh, and look these guys up. All right, my friends, let's dive in. Let's talk a little bit of AEW New Japan Forbidden Door. Um, I think the first thing I want to I want to jump into here is. Who is excited for the show versus who is not? And I'll kick this off by being the negative Nancy. Because I I, I try to be the positive one about everything. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I beg to the watch. You know you're you're not the positive one. You're not. No. I I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. He came on my show and said he's here to watch the world burn. And then on his show, he's the positive (laughs) one. Bullshit. (laughs) Well, I'm glad I'm being kept honest here. I mean, <laughs> that's an expensive setup. Don't make me spit beer on it. I call it a mid-swallow. All right, so, so my friends, um, I swallow. I'm classy. <laughs> my brother, I miss you so much. Um, so listen, uh, here's where we're at, folks. Okay, and and hear me out. I have really tried to stay positive about AEW's product. If you watch, if you listen to the show, you know that I I am critical, but I always come back to, I want them to be successful. I want them to be successful. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want there to be two products out there that I enjoy watching. AEW just hasn't been making me feel like I want to watch on a more regular basis. That being said, um, I think that the concept of this show is awesome. It's awesome. It's a great concept. I just don't think I'm excited for it at all because I don't think that there's been a real build to it that makes me excited as a television fan. Okay. Um, I'm not a new Japan guy. I've been on record saying that before I'm trying to be, I'm trying to get more involved in listening to and paying attention to uh, what's happening in new Japan. Uh, but I'm just not, I'm, I'm just not a fan. I just I haven't gotten there yet. Right. Um, in the same way that I'm not a huge fan of MLW, but I appreciate the product for what it is. Right. Um, and I, as the, as the, the fan just haven't found a way to get invested into this show the way that it is right now. Um, and because of that, I'm not excited about it, but um, I want to hear what you guys have to say about it. And I want our audience to participate as well. Please, if you're watching on YouTube, comment in the comments below. Uh, please keep it respectful. We always, we always try and, and uh, do that. And I've been doing a better job of replying to all of you. So please make sure that you, uh, that you guys jump in the comments. If you are listening on Sportswire or on a podcast platform, if you're watching on Roku, make sure you hit us up on uh, social media at Rewind Podcast, W-R-E-W-I-N-D-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. All right, I'm, uh, I'm going to go ladies first here tonight. Um, and I'm going to go to Ref Thick because I have a feeling that, uh, that I, she's going to have a different opinion, but not, maybe not incredibly different. <laughs> um, oh, okay. Well, I'll be a little, I'm going to be a little bit more the optimist. Like, um, I w- will agree with you, Ted. I feel like the build to this pay-per-view has been quite a, uh, 
chaotic dumpster fire mm. in a way. But I like I blame AEW, but I also attribute the fact that injuries, contract disputes, like other promotions stepping in and saying, "Hey, you can't work with the show" and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I will mm-hmm. give them a little bit of benefit of doubt. But yes, it's been a chaotic mess trying to get to Sunday. Mm. But I'm excited for the pay per view just because, like. Granted, I did not watch AEW last night. We're filming on a Thursday, so yesterday's Dynamite. But just looking at the card, I'm excited to see these matches. So that's why I'm excited for the pay-per-view, and I probably will ultimately buy it or go see it at theaters. That might be the better option. But like things like Thunder Rosa versus Tony Storm. Everyone knows how I feel about Tony Storm, but I'm super excited to see this match. Like I think if they give the ladies a good amount of time and let them actually build the match they want, I think that's going to be awesome um Zack Sabre Jr. versus the mystery opponent like I know a lot of people are throwing around Johnny, Johnny Gargano but I actually think it's Cesaro because uh Daniel Bryan said the new member is going to be um part of the Blackpool Combat Club and I just don't see Johnny Gargano part of that so I'm excited to maybe see the return of Claudio um to wrestling and then just like all these like Okada's wrestling for AEW I think that's a big deal so but yeah I'm, I'm super excited I'm the optimist. <laughs> okay. Okay. Can I ask a can I ask a personal question? Hmm. How wet is your seat gonna be if Tony Storm wins the championship? I'll be sitting on a towel. Okay. <laughs> I just want to make sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh let's go to a guest here. Uh devious one. Talk to me, brother. I mean, of course I'm I'm excited. The fact that you know I agree with I mean, what she said. It's just the problem is with injuries issues, you know, the dispute with other promotions. They all can't get along because they used to work together. And I know it's, it's new for the American fans because they're not familiar with a lot of these New Japan stars. And, you know, they're trying to get that exposure. Uh, obviously, the, the lineup is like, is not the best because a lot of people were like, oh, my God, I'm looking forward to seeing these dream matches that we all wanted. But unfortunately, you know, creative which is they can't get along. They can't really figure out who, who to put and how to put. Besides the injuries, we could have had dream matches. But it is an unfortunate, but the lineup is still strong because now we're seeing a different concept. And now we're going back what we used to back in the days when we used to have Ring of Honor, CML, and New Japan when they used to do their super cards. So mm-hmm. now this is the first time for AEW to get involved. But the biggest question will be is will this be a one time only or? or will not be anymore because the whole debacle has been going on in some place. So that's, oh, that's the, you know, the curiosity that I have, but I am intrigued of, of looking forward to watching this pay-per-view Sunday for sure. Awesome. Awesome. And I, I will say that part of, of why I'm not excited for the show is because the three biggest draws for AEW that I'm invested in, in some way, shape or form, not necessarily positively um, in CM Punk, in Brian Danielson, you know, in um, and MJF are not on the show. Mm. You know, I mean MJF. I, I I was MJF was the reason I was invested in AEW for the last three months. I'm not gonna lie about it. He was, and now he's not there, and I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> like, no matter where I go, I'm on a show with Bruce. Oh my! Right, right, like. <laughs> Um, I miss MJF. I know. <laughs> yeah, but he's when, not when gonna you, call you back. When, when did you think I was gonna say care. that though? When did you think I was gonna say it? Just saying, right? Um, 
I'm I'm more I'm more invested in it with Orange Cassidy being back. I will say that because Cassidy and Osprey will be fun. It will be very fun. Um, is it fifty dollars fun? Not nah, dog. <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm gonna be real about it, you know. Um, but yeah, that's that kind of is what it is. I wanna I wanna hear what the rest of the panel has to say here. I'm gonna go to Cuz next year. Cuz, what do you got, brother? Well. Not really too excited about the show, and one of the big reasons why I wasn't about the show was about something that just came out of your mouth. Um, I don't understand how anybody who has a sense of wrestling would prefer to see Osprey versus Pockets. Oh, come I think on. that's a waste of his talents altogether. Have you watched any of Orange Cassidy's like ring work, bro? Yes, I've seen him live. I'm well aware of his ring work. He's really not that bad. And I feel like it diminishes a guy like Osprey to have him do his whole shtick and have him actually, like, allow him to do his shtick and everything in the ring. Oof. Oh my I feel God. like if there was anybody that deserved to be in that four-way for the IWGP heavyweight title, it should have been Osprey. That's where you have to wait on the G Club, the G One, my friend. You have yep. to wait for that. Yep. So that's mm-hmm. that's still good. that's going to be the beginning of it. So, but devious one rip, my said, mind. I feel like uh, I feel like they're setting up Slingbait and uh, Blade and uh, Omega for Wrestle Kingdom. Mm. Uh, that's a that's a bold statement, but that's another topic. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's one I'd be there for, but I don't know if we got time to talk about that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, I, I agree. <laughs> From like top to bottom of the show, it just seems like they're flying by the seat of their pants, but not in a good way. And I'm sure there's going to be some matches that come out and look good and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, another thing that I don't think should have been done on this show is I don't think any title should have been defense. Hmm. I think they just should have been guys representing their companies. I would agree on that. If they would have done that, I would be happy with that. I don't know. I kind of love that these titles are being defended. Yeah, but it's going to be the stereotypical no-win matches or some guy's going to take the pin or something like that. And, it's the, all home, and, the, home, and the home people, for those, for those people, are going to get pissed off about it. <laughs> why, why did our guy take the pin? Why couldn't, you know... It's that's that's something that had crossed my mind. I appreciate that thought, Mike. Like I I just I feel like uh, I would take this pay per view more seriously if like these matches were at like Wrestle Kingdom, Mm. because then there would have to be definitive winners. But there is one though that could happen that way, and that's the tag team one, FTR. Mm, If they make fucking history by winning that belt on Sunday, they're going to Wrestle Kingdom. And Who knows they deserve it? Let's deserve just put it. it that way. And yes, that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me either. It wouldn't surprise me either, Mike. It was you that mentioned to me the other day um, that you think that this is kind of building up, and maybe you said it in the group chat. Maybe this builds up to uh, the unification match happening at Wrestle Kingdom. I've been saying it. <laughs> Uh, refresh me, dude. For the AEW Heavyweight Championship. Yeah. Yeah, I thought so. Um, you know, I, and, and I think that that would be, 
I would be more excited for that than I will be for this show, you know, and I'm not even a punk guy, <laughs> you know, like uh, everyone knows how I feel no. about punk, but, but, uh, but yeah, I just, I feel like that's, that's a, a thing. Um, Tyler P I'm going to, I'm going to let yes. South Philly psycho back clean up on this one. So Tyler P give me your thoughts. Go to the heat seeker, please. Are you, are you excited for this show? Uh, mixed emotions. I wouldn't say excited, but I, I don't want to be overly critical because there are some uh, intriguing matchups. Mm-hmm. But I, I think to your point, Ted, it's into uh, a lot of our perspectives that it's all the buildup. The storylines sometimes don't line up with AW. Now, WWE has their share. Don't get me wrong. I'm not just uh, getting on to all elite wrestling here because it's popular. But if you watch enough AEW uh, television, th- that seems to be a reoccurring theme and issue. There's a lot of the storylines. You're like, well, how's that alliance make sense? Or why is she with her? I mean, that's the thing. And I think that's a lot of the problem we see with the Forbidden Door. That's why our expectations get lowered, even while, though, excuse me, there's great talent on this program. I think for the tag team match or the triple threat, it should just be FTR versus the great O'Con and Jeff Cobb. With all due respect to Rapungi Voss, take them out of it. It mm. doesn't have to be a trios match. Put them in a buy-in or something. Because to me, FTR versus Great O'Connor and Jeff Cobb are to me more of a draw than adding Rapungi Voss, with all due respect. That, that's something I noticed right away. And to me, something, you know, this has nothing to do with it, even the pay-per-view. But Sting's involved. Well, Great Mood is retiring. I know he's with Noah Promotion. Why not do something special between Sting and Muda? That's kind of the yeah. old nostalgic fan in me. I mean, mm. do something like that. No, I'm, I'm, just, with I'm with you guys. I'm not, yeah, I'm not overly excited, but I, I don't want to down it because to me, John Moxley and Tanahashi, that's been built up too much. To me, it's going to be more Jay White, Okada, Adam Cole, Hangman, to me, are going to outshine the main event with all due respect. I don't think it's going to be Tanahashi and Moxley. And I know that's going to get a lot of people mad and everything, but I know Dom's got the heat seeker ready, so I don't want, I'll give it to him, but I think. <laughs> no, no, that's you, man. That's end. you. I'm psycho. No, you're I, the heat seeker. Sting and Muda, though. <laughs> you're, Can you know, Muda still go? <clears throat> Can you Muda still go? Yeah. Uh, still go? Yeah. I mean, he, well, he already said, said. Yeah. He already said he already has like five more, five more matches. And to add to add on what you said, Tyler, it's going to happen because DDT, mm-hmm. Christopher Daniels, and AEW, that's just the beginning of it. Yeah. Once they get involved with mm-hmm. Noah, it's going to happen. So you will, we will see that. Let's just put it this way. Sure. Muda can go way more than Goldberg at this point. Oh my God, way more. Ding, ding, I'm just ding. saying, like, wouldn't it be kind of a waste for him to go up against Sting, who kind of no. just expects everybody to work around him? No, because I think Absolutely it would not. No, it won't be because uh, – With the their history? Is, exactly. The history and, his, and the way how mm-hmm. to end that chapter, mm-hmm. close it up for – for Muda, you know, what, what better way to go out with your old rival, Sting? And then that'll be epic. To see. I feel so, like we're jumping they, they topics can both, on they can both work. I know. They can both work to a, a reasonable enough degree right now where they can put on a show. Is it going to be, uh, you know, a 1980s NWA, you know, NWA no. match? No. No. But, I don't think so either, but like. I think Stone Cold, like, pretty much set the bar for, like, guys coming out of nowhere that were, like, done and, like, working. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Right. And I think – but I think That's that – That's fair. I think that Sting yeah. and Muda could perform on that level 
so long as they're not expected to do so much that's going to make them look bad. You know what I mean? Like Correct. there's something yeah. they just can't do anymore. As long as they're not expected to do in their prime, right. we're good. Right. <laughs> and well, and all I was saying is you could actually camouflage it too. That's the only point I was going to make. It could be a tag team match or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's a great point. That's a great point. Some great points from the whole panel, but I want to I want to hear what Dom has to say. <laughs> I know I know the South Philly psycho is gonna gonna come at me just a little bit. Go ahead, Dom. Not exactly come at you. I just have a question I, for Teddy, real quick. Were you this way when they had the New Japan Ring of Honor show at MSG? Were you like, ah, I'm not really excited for this match or for this card? Yes and no. I was more excited for that card actually. Um, but that's because of the tradition of Ring of Honor at that point. Okay, fair um, enough. Fair enough. Uh, and and I don't see that tradition, no pun intended, being honored in AEW. I I see AEW being more. How many stars can we get from Meltzer on every match on the card? Whereas, <laughs> whereas Ring of Honor, I, uh, you know, I always felt like there was a there was a reason for what happened in every match. Okay, and and I get that. It's just I, I I think at that point, Ring of Honor and New Japan had had a working partnership that was mm-hmm. solid. Mm-hmm. Whereas right now, New Japan and AEW have been mending fences over maybe the last year plus. Because they took all their stars. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> they did. They, they took, took all, all their them. Americans. I mean, it's not like they walked out with the Rainmaker or the Ace or any of that. They just they took the elite. <laughs> yeah, but look right. at how much of a draw they were after they left. And yet, somehow, New Japan has gotten right back to where they've always been. That's true. It's like, I I, I love these people that that say, oh, well, they took all the stars. But yet, New Japan made these stars and allowed them to go to Ring of Honor and allowed them to create their own promotion. And they still had a gaggle of talent sitting right there. or They they would not be where they are today. They still had the Ospreys, the Rainmakers the rest of the Bullet Club, the list goes on and on and on. So it's not like they took all their stars and left them with a barren cupboard. They took what is essentially the goofy white guys and left the (laughs) Japanese wrestlers and the badasses to pick up the promotion and run with it, and they did. It's not like they signed Jay White. They didn't sign Will Ospreay. And these are their champions today. So what did they really get? Or what did they really lose is the question. And the answer is, yeah, some guys who were pretty good but had also done everything there was to do in New Japan. Guys like Jay White hadn't. Guys like Osprey hadn't. The Empire was nothing. It didn't exist. This was all created on their leaving. I mean, if you listen to Jay White, he's the reason AEW exists because everybody ran from him. So they so, didn't take their stars. They took guys who built their names in Japan and went, go ahead, go back to the States. We don't need you. And then they, re- and then they just kept going. And here, so, here's, the, here's the other side of that coin, though. New Japan also has never had done a bad job. Well, not in recent never. memory, done a bad job of building new stars. No. The Japanese We're, audience is always getting 
a build on somebody. What? Whereas, let's just be real. Was was so Kenny Omega? Was he a star when he walked in there? No, mm. he was Kota Ibushi's bitch. <laughs> Very true. What, was <laughs> was Jay White a star when he walked in there? No, he was a young boy. Young lion. Young lion. Thank you, Ivan. <clears throat> was Will Osprey a star from Jump? Maybe in other promotions, maybe in the United Kingdom, but not there. Was Juice Robinson? <laughs> he was an NXT washout. They made him a fucking superstar. That mean that by the way, no matter who wins this US title match, they ain't getting the goddamn belt. Well, you know it's a story to build for Wrestle Kingdom. So that's another that. story altogether. Mm-hmm. But that's what I say. Like New Japan built these talents, and then when they wanted to run back to the States and make their own promotion, they're like, go ahead, go ahead. We'll, we'll be fine without you. We we were fine without you before. We'll be fine without you after. And here they are today. Walking into the states to have an AEW to have an AEW New Japan show. I mean, what what as big as he might have been was Cody really that big of a star before he walked into New Japan? Hell no, hell no. He was he was Stardust. Yeah, but see how long it took him to get to, get to New Japan because he had to start off with promotions here in the United States. Yeah, he had to go to Impact, he had to go to ROH, had, he had to go to all those other promotions. He had to get and his then, to be out there. Then when he went to New Japan and he got in the Bullet Club, all of a sudden... Oh, yeah, because if he would have gone straight to Japan, no, guy would have like, It's no, like you. Cody coming up from the ground <laughs> at WrestleMania is like, thank you, Japan. Mm-hmm. I'll take you guys build talent they they make stars and then they take guys who are maybe Cody mid-level. also won a world title at his Wrestle Kingdom debut. He did. And it got Versus him to where he is today, players. which is why I say thank you New Japan. But but I think what Mike's trying to say though is is would New Japan have put the strap on somebody who wasn't already a star when they walked in the door? I think that's the counter argument there. And not just that, but a lot of these guys, you can literally take them out and then insert the guys that left, and they'd be not exactly the same, but probably similar in terms in terms of like draw. Like Jay White is the most like hybrid Seth Rollins and like Kenny Omega guy I've ever seen in the ring. Okay, but they don't have Seth Rollins nor Kenny Omega, so then Jay White becomes a superstar. You still have to have is, that. You still have to have that in you to get to that level. It's not all. And that's what, what I mean. New Japan is, can build guys who maybe have their flaws, take them to that level. Whereas other promotions can look at a guy and go, "Eh, you can be gold dust, weird alien stunt double." It's kind of tough to argue that when you look at the consistency between their world champions and their history. And a lot of the guys that have been their top guys have been guys that they can literally plug in and plug out. And it's like the same guy. If you could plug in and plug out all of them, Shinsuke Nakamura would be a five-time WWE champion by now. Apparently, you don't just plug. But I get your point, though, about that. It's it's WWE. It's kind of like... How Kushida do in NXT? You don't just plug. Oh, no, no. But the thing is that... It's a different crowd. Yeah, exactly. So, well, I, I mean, I get what Mike was saying. I mean, I'm, I'm, that well, I, you can't I, I just plug. <laughs> yeah, but I don't disagree on that because they do have that constant every, you know, the same world champion. The same is either Okada, if it's not Okada, it's Naito. If it ain't Naito, it can be, you know, Shingo. It's someone different. But at least 
they test out they test the water to try new faces yeah. like like Evo for instance mm -hmm. the world champion in during the pandemic era and he but he did a great job not a bad job he did. you know shingle like, I feel one. like they haven't had contact like they haven't had a chance to like have much difference since probably around Vader's second run where they had a good even mix of different types of guys at the top of their card. Yeah, but look how long it took Vader though. And yeah, and I think I think when Mike I think what Mike's saying uh, is pretty much the same guy. He's not just saying it's the same three or four people that are rotating around the championship. He's saying that the the types of uh, of wrestlers that we're getting in the New Japan style are being replaced with the same exact types of wrestlers. It's like a copy and paste and a creator wrestler with a different. It's like on taking. It. Fake Diesel and Fake Razor. Oh, please don't, please don't, at, at please least. don't put, put Fake Diesel and Fake Razor in New Japan. I will defend, I will defend New Japan oh, by saying Jacobs. at least there are three or four guys who hold that title, whereas when you look at other companies, the same guy is holding that title, whether he deserves it or not, whether he wants to sit on his couch or you not, shut up and whether acknowledge he him. wants to stay you home You shut up and acknowledge not. him. Shut I your dirty mouth. I will not. Devin, acknowledge thank him. you. Acknowledge him. <laughs> I will not. No, I right. have so, not. So somewhere along the line here, somewhere along the line <laughs> here, now, win the title. all He's of like, that. Oh my God, there's too people. many voices. I was trying to introduce you. Would you shut up? Thank please? you, my witchy woman. <laughs> God, if you don't all just shut the fuck up, pull them out and see which one's bigger at this point. Uh, I mean, if you right. want. <laughs> like, I'm just here for a good time, and I step into a pissing contest. I'm sick of it already. Excuse me while I whip this out. No. <laughs> Tom, hold on, hold on. Everyone on YouTube just got Wait. their magnifying glass out, bro. Uh, <laughs> all right. <Wow>. So. <laughs> That's right, guys. Kill the ant. <laughs> Yo. So listen. That ain't what your mom said. Oh, oh! I feel sorry for you. Not really. If I'm I drunk, just, oh, I just, I just like got away from a group of teenage boys in my driveway because my brother and his friends stopped in, and I come in here and I'm surrounded by. You came to boys. us. Yeah. Yeah. Bad idea. Yeah. You, you chose words wisely there, Dom. Um, do, uh, so listen. But either so way, I'm excited for the pay-per-view. It could be better. Injuries have slowed that up, have fucked it up. Like, when when we got to Dominion and Zack Sabre Jr. was calling out Brian Danielson, I went, I will pay you $50 for this match. And then it didn't happen. Yeah. And and I do like Amy's picks for, you know, the new member of the Blackpool Combat Club. I think either one of them will be a perfect fit. But there are still some great matches on this card, like the IWGP four-way, the triple threat tag team match. By the way, Tyler, if you want to take Rapungi Vice out of this, then my wife and grandma are going to hurt you because they are. Uh, I, I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want that. I know you're the heat seeker, but you don't want that kind of heat. You don't want Latina heat and South Philly shorty heat. <laughs> so, so one thing we didn't talk about yet, and, and I'm sorry for, for those of you that are listening here, about midway through Dom's um, diatribe, uh, yeah, sorry. Ivy, Ivy joined us while we were like extremely off the rails and helped us to write the ship. So Ivy, thank you for joining us tonight, babe. 
Of course. Yeah. I, I mean, I, you know, I, I may have required a gentle reminder of, hey, isn't it Thursday night and you have the podcast tonight? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And when I have to text, when I have to text your mans to, uh, to see if you were knocked out again. Just Hurry saying. up. There's too many dudes. <laughs> so listen, uh, one thing we didn't talk about with regards to this pay-per-view before we kind of move on uh, in our topic here is uh, we didn't talk about the the new AEW championship. Now, Dom, on your show, you call it the the not intercontinental championship. Yes, I do. Um, because it's because it's a terrible name, the All Atlantic Championship. Horrible. Um, I'm going to choose to call this the Intercoastal Championship. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because, because it's not the Intercontinental Championship; it's the Wish.com Intercontinental Championship. So it's the Intercoastal cha- yeah, Championship. It's the not Intercontinental Championship. Yep. Wish.com. Wish.com. Um, <laughs> they are not sponsoring us, by the way. Uh, <laughs> I wish I used um, them all the goddamn time. <laughs> that's where those belts came from, bastard. There you go. <laughs> oh no, those are legit. <laughs> so, I don't scrimp on my titles, but though, but but I I use Wish dot com to explain so many things. <laughs> um, but so Ivy, real quick here, I I want to get your your just your opinion what we all went around and kind of said is if we're excited for this show of forbidden door or not and and giving a a brief explanation (laughs) of why no because i don't care (laughs) okay fair enough. that was brief that was very brief damn she's good at this yes i could learn something from the tentra from the witch she follows directions so well you guys i don't so good at obeying um i'm not I'm good at derailing. That's all I'm good at. I'm here to smoke cigarettes and derail, and I'm practically out of cigarettes. You're welcome. You're welcome. Look at her face. I, I think I broke her and Amy. What the hell happened here? Um, it seems like whenever I show up to your show, and ref Amy and, and, and Ivy end up broken. I'm just saying. You're welcome. It may or You're may welcome. not be a goal. Listen, Dom, I'm going to have to ask you to put your earmuffs on for a minute. Um, so, oh, my God. <laughs> so if, if you are a longtime listener of the show, you know earmuffs. If you're not a longtime listener, go back and listen to past episodes. You'll find it somewhere. I know. Go ahead. Um, so um, the Intracoastal Championship, the, the, the All-Atlantic Championship, whatever the fuck we're going to call this thing. Not Intercontinental. Um, the Not Intercontinental Championship. The Not Pepe Silva Championship. <laughs> You know what? That's what you could hand out to the mid carters. Like, like second place championship, but I still have it, brother. This is like this is like whoever wins that that U.S. championship. This is why they're not doing predictions. <laughs> they don't want to do predictions because they don't want to see that sitting on top of my shelf. <laughs> so, so this championship, this this mid card championship. Um. Dom, if people listened to your show, they they've kind of heard your take on this. Right. Um, Ivan, I, I I didn't hear a take on on this in the last week or so. I think you guys talked about it a little bit two weeks ago. Um, but but is this is this another championship? Like this is really starting to feel like WCW two point now, right? In a way, it does because there's like you get a title, you get a title. Oh, hold on, I'll everybody make a gets title. a title. Everybody gets a title. <laughs> Shit, that's just what it is. Yeah, this is like Tony Khan running this, or is Oprah and exactly? I, I mean, the only you know, the bottom of the dispute I have is like the flags. They're not the Atlantic. The 
for God's sakes, dude, that, no, that's the Pacific Ocean. Whoever created that belt made a huge mistake and calling it that too. It should have been like a, I don't, I know it's another title, but I'm hoping either Pac or Miro wins it. And I, do I care about it? Not really, but it gives us something to do. Fine. I'm happy with that. At least it's giving them something to do. But is, is it going to bring prestige? I don't think so. Because look, at the, look how they treat the TNT title. Like shit. Same way. So it just, the only prestige title they have is their AEW World Championship. But it all depends who's wearing it. So I don't know. It, it, like I said, we don't know yet until once we see a good run, whoever wins it on Sunday. And by the way, it's now Clark, Clark Connors now who took over Ishii's place. Ishii got hurt. So now, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm, so now he's getting his moment of shine, which happy for him. A young lion going into the main. Hey, he was a young lion, and now I know. I love the stone pitbull though. I, I, I know, but now you got this kid is gonna get his moment of shine on Sunday. So I'm happy for him. So kudos to him. He's gonna have his moment of shine. But mm-hmm. other than that, I don't care who wins it. I just want to see what's next after when all this shit is over, and then to see how it's gonna be defended. How what feud they're gonna run with? That's what I'm more looking forward to see. But other than that, I'm. I'm not intrigued. Not really intrigued with this bill. Don? Okay. Well, if you watch my show, you will hear me say, I will bash anybody if they deserve it. So I'm going to bash a couple of promotions in this response. First of all, AEW, the title is beautiful. How, and I think this is something that Ivan and I both said we have in common. How the fuck are you going to call it an all-Atlantic title and then give guys from Japan a shot at it? Do you know they're in the Pacific Ocean? Have you seen a map? Did you did you ever go to school? That that's that's number one. Now now that being said, like I I hear what Ivan says is saying about the TNT title, but I don't care if it's Sammy, Scorpio, Cody, whoever. Are they more prominently featured than anyone that's held the Intercontinental Championship at the same time? Because that belt has not been defended on a pay per view since WrestleMania thirty seven. <laughs> so you can say that AEW is is shitting on these people, but but WWE is taking like a we just stepped out of Golden Corral shit on the Intercontinental title, which is one of the best belts <laughs> in WWE history. In all in all of wrestling, it used to be the best worker. Now it's the guy who doesn't mind sitting at home oh for the pay per view. Oh God, I'm sorry. I'm five years old. So you know. <laughs> Whereas AEW is adding these titles, at least these people are relevant and featured on pay-per-views where WWE has these titles and you don't see an intercontinental title match at a pay-per-view. You see pose-downs between Theory and Bobby Lashley. You're seeing matches between these guys going after a championship. If if Scorpio Sky was not hurt, he would be defending that belt at a pay-per-view and weekly we get pose downs, we get gauntlets, we get whatever in the other promotion. So before you shit on AEW, maybe you want to look at some of these other promotions. Like Impact does a little better. I'll give them that. ROH when they were up and running? Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. I know Joe's been out for a while now. I miss him. I'm wondering where the hell Jonathan Gresham went because they got ROH guys, but they're just they're not doing a damn thing. Not fucking that. using them. No. Um, and he could be the guy on Sunday. Yeah. You never know. He could have been. He could. He could be the guy that's maybe the newest <laughs> member of the Blackpool Combat I will, Club. I will be happy with that. If I we get the Octopus versus ZSJ, Ooh. I'm a happy guy. I, I'm a happy guy too. Oh yeah. Like the Ring of go. Honor. Uh, you know, originally I thought Yuta, <laughs> but obviously that's not going to happen. But if we get oh. the Octopus, fuck yeah. 
Yes. Exactly. So, Thank you, my my witchy woman. She's got the <laughs> octopus ready and everything. It's like she knew. It's like she knew it was coming. She can read my mind. But I'm I'm so interested in this four way match because yes, I'm upset that Ishii got pulled. You know, he's hurt. Add him to the list. But still, when you look at guys like Pac, Miro, maybe even Malachi Black, like these guys probably should have had a title by now. I mean, I know Miro did, but like Pac should have had it in the first place. Pac should have been the first the, the guy. He should have been. Pac was the first yeah, guy to beat Kenny. But Pac could have been back <laughs> in the country. Like, like yeah, Pac, pandemic, based on, based all that just ability, took his momentum. You're right, but there's shit. But but there's other shit to consider with this. And and Mike, I know I you're going to agree. You're gonna agree with me here, and I know you are, because I, I can I can read your your face a little bit, and you're going, yeah, but are they a fucking draw? Does is Pac a fucking draw? Does he draw? Ed. Does he draw ten thousand viewers on TV? If he doesn't, then he doesn't need a fucking belt. He needs to learn how to fucking draw viewers. <laughs> That's what he needs to fucking Hold on. do. <laughs> you got you got half of the coin. All right, you got half of the coin. Because sometimes I think right now the company that's doing the best with their secondary titles is probably either Impact or NWA. Yeah, I would say Impact, but that's just me. And the reason why they're doing so well with their secondary titles is because the matches that they are having are actual competitive matches. Yes, being a draw is one side of the coin. But, again, they're using these titles the same way that it used to be, where it was the really good workers that were on the cusp of either joining the upper top tier card or just guys who bust their ass that deserve it were getting these titles. Yeah. Now, in AEW, I really think that Instead of doing like main event matches where it's like tag team matches and stuff like that, why not put your secondary match, your secondary title match into the world title or not world title, but into the main event and actually put like dudes in it that can actually freaking work. No, that's, that's been a complaint of mine as well. Agreed. Yeah. Like absolutely. Miro, Miro seems to me like the obvious choice to win this belt because he's a really good worker and putting a title on him will add prestige to him. Yeah. Is he a draw yet? No. But the more he has consistent good matches with people, the more it'll bring the crowd in. If you really want to see in history like good ring psychology, you should watch some of the tag matches that oh god, what's his name? Shane Douglas and Ricky Steamboat had when they were in WCW. Mm. Because at the beginning of the matches, you'd see the guys get bored and everything like that. And then about 10 minutes in, Ricky would start picking up the pace and guys would start like going like, and then by the end of the match, everybody's on their feet. Yeah, fair, fair. And fair. I just, uh, I agree with you halfway, Ted, that like, are these guys any draws? But like, sometimes you kind of have to like, really just beat the boulder against the brick wall and knock the brick wall down with some of these guys. Yeah. Kind of like with, like what we were talking about when I said that uh, Triple H and Shawn Michaels were big reasons for Edge getting his big main event push because they were arguing for him in the back stage area. The numbers weren't there. And McMahon said, you know what? If you think he's a draw, go make him a draw. Let's, I agree. And they did. Yeah. 
And they did. And, and Miro will be the one that is going to be that draw, in my opinion. That's exactly what I was going to yeah. say. Honestly, because Vince, I didn't Vince want Miro in AEW. I wish he went to New Japan. He was it, he was actually know. getting to that know. level before the neck injury and having to drop the TNT title. Well, not only that, even when he was in WWE, he had that draw already. He was already True. getting it until McMahon mm-hmm. just killed it because he did not want it that. He mm-hmm. was getting that hype from all the crowd. They were into it. Like you, Rusev Day, it was growing. You know, it was so catchy. So it's, it's the same thing. Now he, he has an opportunity here. Making it public, I, I, but, and, and that's another thing he does. He's the redeemer, my wife, my hot ass wife. Every time right? you hear, but he is this guy could sell on a camera. He does great promos. I'm sorry, Absolutely. he does. He and does. That's I was really hoping that... he'd get in a match against Brock Lesnar. And I just, like, by the way, match. Ivan, I just changed the name and I still sing it when he comes out. I'm like, it's Miro Day. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> uh, ladies, Tyler, do, you, do either of you, do any of you have uh, anything you want to add about the, the not intercontinental, uh, all Atlantic, but not really inter, intercoastal championship and the, and the match that comes with it? I think it's going to, it's Go meant to be a traveling title. I think that's why they created it. Mm-hmm. And so even if someone like Miro makes it, maybe he is going to New Japan. Maybe that's part of like this partnership that they're creating. Because I can't imagine that AEW is just going to sit here and reap all the rewards of having New Japan guys come to them. I could see New Japan negotiating the fact, all right, some of your guys have to come to us. And so yeah. I think that cre- by creating that title, they can create feuds from that four-way and start feuds in New Japan. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah, Tyler. Well said. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm kind of new to this title. I, I think it's going to be an exciting match. I, I'm kind of with you. Miro, to me, is more the star in all this. And uh, to Amy's point, I think she brought it up. Great observation there, the feuds with New Japan. I just, But I'm with you. The geography don't match up. To me, they're trying to create, like your guys' point, WCW, even the Crockett promotions. But it's, you know, the, you know, going back to the territory days. But why do you call this that an All-Atlantic Championship? That, that boggles my mind. I'm like... I may not be good Still in school, but at least I get that. There. Yeah, well, that's true. So, I mean, uh, you know, that that's all I've got to add on it. So. Okay. Ivy, do you have anything? So Amy makes a valid point, and I could see that. I still think it's a stupid name, and it kind of puts me in that position, like, you know, when I'm in the kitchen and I'm cooking and I'm like, okay, I'm going to make pasta, right? And like, I want to make my own mm, pasta, I lasagna. but mm. I have to go to Walmart and buy box pasta instead. Yeah, I'm with you. Not a yeah. fan. Yeah. So I don't, as much as I would like to be more optimistic, I'm just not. And I feel like that's my trend with wrestling right now. I'm just, just not into it, dude. Gotcha. That's why Ivy and I get along. As an Italian, I totally understand. <laughs> All right, so so here's as here's, someone whose mom taught him how to make his own pasta, I totally understand. So here's uh, you know, and I and I kind of called this in the pre-show, uh, the pre-show kind of briefing I I did with everybody. I said we're going to get way off track, <laughs> and I'm going to have to bring us back. Uh, we're already running just a little bit long here for uh, for our normal length of our episodes here. Uh, so we may we may have to make this a uh, a two-parter on YouTube. Um, so here's here's what I want to uh, kind of wrap up with here, folks. Um, I think that the Forbidden Door concept, like I said at the beginning of the show, um, is a really freaking cool concept. 
right? Mm -hmm. um, the interpromotional um, mega event, you know, we, we used to see it with Supercard of Honor, you know, um, it's not new, right? It's not new. Uh, WCW used to do a lot of kind of shit like this, especially in the, in the early days of WCW post, you know, NWA kind of collapsing. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so this isn't, this isn't necessarily something that's new, but if there were no limitations, right? If everybody was on board, WWE, AAA, New Japan, CMML, uh, sorry, CMLL. Don't worry about me. I'm dyslexic. Um, you too, um, huh? Yes, I'm diagnosed. Um, AEW, you know, MLW, obviously Ring of Honor because it is AEW now. Just a um, whole alphabet soup. You know, everything, right? Every, every promotion out there, CCW, um, you know, the, all the doors are open for, for the one forbidden door event a year. Um, what's, what do you think that could do for the business and what's one thing you would like to see? And I'm going to start with, uh, with cuz on this one. All right. So I would do either a battle royale before the show. Like each show has their own battle royale. And the winner of said battle royale goes into a tournament that I used to love, but I don't think they do anymore, but the Super 8 tournament. Ooh. Mm. Ooh. Okay. Mm. I really and like that. Yeah. Whoever wins that gets the trophy and gets crowned like wrestler of the year. That's, I like that. That's a great concept. I really dig that. I really dig that. Uh, let's um, go. God, sorry, go ahead. If I had the opportunity to have anybody show up, I really miss Bray Wyatt. Mm, yeah. Maybe he's the new member of Blackpool Combat Club. <laughs> Could be. Yeah. I, I don't really think he fits, though. I mean, he, yeah, he probably – he doesn't. He fits, but, he's but more he would House get the of pop. Black than but he Blackpool would get the Combat, you know. But he would get the pop, and he would be the draw that AEW is missing with their top three people out. True, very true. true. Who's going to draw more, Bray Wyatt or Cesaro? I'm just saying, I could see him more helping Malachi Black win the win the not Intercontinental Title than being in the Blackpool Combat Club. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Um, okay, so let's go to. Uh, Let's go to Ivan. Oh, man. I like this. I like your concept, Mike. Where would I do it? I would do it at the Indy 500. I'll do it there. Have it an outside mm -hmm. arena. Have all the promotions that you mentioned, including, I'm going to include Noah. I mean, include, uh, you know, DDT, Dragon Gate. There's so many still out there currently that have top quality products, and especially with the women. People sleep on the women in Japan as well. Stardom and in the Yoshi Tokyo Pro, they Ch Choco Pro. They have phenomenal, fantastic women that I, which it sucks that they couldn't have that platform against AEW Women's Division. I would love to see that. That would have been awesome to see because there's a lot of them out there that people don't know about, and that's the problem that AEW it lacks of, and I've been saying it for quite some time. They don't know how to give a 
a brief explanation of who they are, where they come from, their background. They don't do that. And that's the problem that they always mess up and they still continue it. And that's why a lot of people, you know, even though we're going back to the first step, but yeah, which is why people are not excited. But yes, if we do, if they ever do like a type of an end game Avengers style, they could do it there. And like, like, you know, using mice concept, I love it. Uh, but I would do the two night event. Have the women have their, you know, their moment too, all women's pay per view event from all their promotions. That I would love to see. Make that. it a charity event too. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Like yeah. do it for the troops. Like I was saying, like, I think it was like a year ago when we first were doing like the podcast. I was like, I really wish that one year for WrestleMania, they would do a WrestleMania for the troops where instead of like, doing the whole big stadium and everything like that. It's just every serviceman that they could possibly get, cram them into the stadium and just give them a damn free show and just make it one big charity right off for the company. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. That's, that, that's mm-hmm. I mean, if it's international and you do it for our troops, that's that could get a little fucked up. But yes, charity a little bit. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Um let's go to Ivy. My wrestling right. moth. Oh my god! Please don't ever say that again. Right. In that tone, <laughs> in that tone. like Let's please. That right. that was like bit. the most like backwoods Pabst Blue Ribbon drinking. That was I what I see at the gas station where I live now. Life. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so so what you're saying is so what you're saying is I represented your hometown well. Oh, whoa, 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 don't talk about my Damn some bottom words right there. He's lucky he's in control. I'd have muted his mic. If only I had the power. Go ahead, baby. Come on. All right, all right. Forbidden door concept. Um, I just, I overall just want to have some aspect of wrestling that I don't get bored with. I want better storytelling. I want, you know, more opportunities. I want a bigger variety of different styles of wrestling overall, instead of just having all these high flyers come in and want to do freaking flips around the ring. Um, I want good booking. Fucking learn how to book. Can we fire everybody that works for every company that does booking and hire somebody (laughs) else, please? Can we do the booking? Sick of it. Yeah, like come on. I think we've I think we've proven that we know how to book things because we all make sense. I don't know what they're doing half the time. Um, we got enough people just, to spread out throughout promotions. Yeah, like, okay, Ivan like, and I, we're going to AEW. <laughs> we'll send Ted and Ivy to WWE. Yeah, you know. like I just I Tyler just gets want NWA. I want better content. I want better wrestling. And I feel like this is the type of a concept and a situation where they could provide that if they freaking do it right. That's it. That's all. That's all you got, babe. And Amen. I don't ever want, and I don't ever want Ted to say what he said to me before I started speaking again. My wrestling wife. <laughs> oh, you're gonna make this insert, broken skull come insert, back, dude. No. Insert vomiting cat here. <laughs> Tyler P, talk to me, brother. Uh, everybody made some valid points. I just think, when does it become too much, though? If you have that, I mean, I'm just going to come at it from a different uh, standpoint. I just say I, I love the tournament concept, but to me, it I don't know that you can t- determine a great wrestler. And I'm I'm kind of with Avi. I'm I'm all about different styles. I'll be honest. I'm kind of with Cousin Mike. As great as I, I like some of the stuff AEW and WWE is doing, I'm really digging what the NWA has been doing. I know it's not on yeah. that that scale with those, 
but they're they're getting the right kind of old school and new school mentality. I'm a kind of I'm kind of the middleman between those two. I want to find that uh, that equality with the women, and the men, and I agree the women should have a tournament. I, I'm with them, and, yeah. but that, that's a great question. So it's hard for me just Somebody to put one answer. You put guys this brought up a lot of great on points. On the payroll, I just think, right. yeah, go ahead. Put this no. man on the payroll, please. If you got a spot Somebody. in creative, you can always call me. Just saying. Just saying. Just saying. Tyler, that's, no, and that, that's, that's all I was going to say. But... No, I love it. Yeah. I'm with for sure. you. For sure. Thank you, bud. Thank you. Uh, Dom. Oh, no problem. Hey. Oh, come on. Let Ruff Amy go first. Oh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> I'm, letting, I'm letting Ruff Amy end us on a positive note. Who said I wanted to go to end us on a positive note? Why I'm am I the negative host? Nancy. I'm what being a prepared host. Stop it. <laughs> You don't know what I'm going to say. Ed, don't bully our guests. Thank no you. <laughs> but no, I, I, I hear what you guys are saying about, you know, Forbidden Door and how to make it, you know, how to make it huge and big. But the my take on this is like, I think you could add to Forbidden Door in certain ways. But if you want to go with like the whole shebang, if you want to include everybody, AW bought ROH. So Clearly, they got the rights to all in. Here is another pay per view that you have a little bit of history with that started your promotion that you could bring back and you could include everybody. Everyone, because everyone was there in the first place. NWA, Impact, Stardom, you name it, they were there. I mean, Rey Mysterio showed up looking like Wolverine. Does anybody remember that one? I forgot about that shit. Right? And they had to rush the ending because they were going to end. Yeah, because they were on for so they had packed the card and they were on for so fucking long. Who knew that in our future that's what we would be subjected to every Sunday, three or four months down the road. But that was the original. So if you wanted to do that, I feel like that would be a better place for it. As far as improving this show, I mean, yeah, injuries took out of it, but I'm gonna skip that. I would love to see like the old school like base brawl kind of match where you just take a baseball. I, I don't even care if it's the Philly Stadium. You, you just take a baseball diamond and you turn it into a wrestling ring and you bring in guys from Japan. You bring in guys from AEW. Maybe even if we do this next year and he hangs on long enough, you could get something like Sting versus the Great Buddha in his last match or just his last match in America. Just something that would that would give you that old school feel while watching a modern show mm. and thinking like, man, this is dope especially for somebody like me that's been watching wrestling for technically five decades like it would blow my psycho ass mind <laughs> you know but but you know uh, uh, you know the that kind of stuff and just bringing like one of the things they missed out on this year which kind of makes me sad especially after double or nothing was being able to get the entire Los Ingrenables faction together on one show Japan, Mexico, El Idolo, just put them all together and have them just take out everyone. <laughs> I know Naito's been banged up. He's just come, he's just starting to make his comeback. You know, he came back from another from an eye surgery and and I get it. But I feel like this is one of the things they miss that next year needs to be a thing. Like we need everyone from Japan. We need Roosh. We need El Idolo. We need Dragon Lee. We need that whole ass faction under the same roof for one night. That's fair. That's fair. 
Other than that, I got nothing because I feel like if you want to include everybody, you should try to bring back all in, and then that's the perfect place. And kind of turn around and do it for charity, like all in for autistic kids. Yeah, why not? AW's done it yeah. before. Mm-hmm. Why not do it again? Yeah, yeah. wholeheartedly. I love them for doing it because I got an autistic kid. So do it again. Me too. So do you. (laughs) Me too. Hashtag me too. You can hate on them all you want, but they did a charity for autistic kids. They're good in my book. Yeah, for real. For real. Um, All right. And now we're going to go to uh, the woman that has been the backbone of of the Rewind crew for the last several months. She runs all of our social media. So she's going to get all your replies anyway. Um, she, feeling. she has single-handedly doubled our subscriber count. She does so much great stuff for us, and and I'm throwing praise at her. And she's, she's never not, she's not used to it, but but I'm giving her lots of praise because I love her and I appreciate I her, and like I want it. her to know that. Okay? And not to mention, she's thick. she's gonna go throw and she's up. Thick. She's thick, <laughs> thick, right, Amy. Bring us, bring us around the corner here. All right. So in the perfect world where there are no egos in wrestling and all the promotions can work together to create an awesome show and not have any drama afterwards, um, I'm willing to play ball on that. Um, I'm going to echo what Ivan said. One of the things missing from this, like, New Japan, mm-hmm. AEW thing is the women. And I know that New Japan doesn't have women, so the fact that they weren't able to, like, secure a deal maybe with stardom like, it's a little disappointing because, like, the matchups there would be amazing. And, like, you obviously yeah. have Tony Storm, who was there for a little bit in and out. Like, the, you have it there. Um, so that would be great to see, like, just thinking about if all the promotions could work together, the women's matches that we could be having, like, Becky versus Thunder Rosa. Like, mm. uh, let's see, Kylan versus Charlotte. Like, I think that would be an amazing match. Um, as far as, like, the men are concerned, when Ted brought up the subject about, like, oh, if all the promotions work together, a matchup that just struck me of two men that are, in, that are, I think, are in their prime as far as storytelling, maybe not physically, but in their prime as storytelling in the ring, Kenny Omega versus Roman Reigns. I would pay yes. a lot of yes. money to see that match. Yes. Like, that, that knowing that it, it's probably never going to happen just makes me so sad. Yes. Same but here. that would be something that you could base an entire card around, and that would be amazing if there was like a true forbidden door pay per view. I would pay extra money if Kenny won just to see Devin cry. <laughs> <laughs> Devin, my brother, I hope yeah, I that you there. come after him in the comments. Come after him in the comments, please. Come at brother. me, bro. You always please. do, and I fire right back. <laughs> That's the relationship. We bust balls. That's what we do. Oh man. Well, I, first of all, I have to say a huge thank you to my panel tonight. Uh, you know, my, not only my normal rewind panel, but we've got our, our league of extraordinary podcast brother in on here. Uh, the devious one, the professor X of podcasting, the head of the table, as far as the league of extraordinary podcasting, he is Ivan of circle of debate. Thank you brother for being here with us tonight. I appreciate you, man, for having me on. Uh, we're you're gonna get Devin mad because he's gonna be like, "Oh, I should be like the, I'm like this Roman Reigns." No, that's no. the man I acknowledge right there. <laughs> oh, fuck that tribal oh, chief, Devin. I didn't say it, brother. Devin, I didn't say it, brother. I said it. You can find me at s underscore Philly Psycho on Twitter. I said it. You know where I'm at, Devin. Hey, 
Send him this clip. You should send Devin this clip. Send it on the group chat on the league because I'm, 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 te- I'm texting hear him right now, brother. I don't know hey, what the fuck you're talking about. Right I'm texting him right now. <laughs> Oh man! But All I this shit it. talking, and he still made me a member of the Shield of Podcasting. Can you believe right? that? Yes, he right? did. Yes, he did. <laughs> there is no better lunatic fringe than this guy right here. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Ivan, tell tell everybody where they can find uh, Circle of Debate on social media, brother. Absolutely. And once again, I appreciate you guys for having me. And you know, it's an honor to finally be on you know Rewind Wrestling, you know Radio Network. Man, I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. You know, I I listen to you guys every time you guys you know, put out a new episodes or new conversations. I'm loving the ladies' night. That really got me yes. going. You women are killing it. It's awesome. So I love it. Um, you can find us, of course, on all social media platforms, either at Circle Debate on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And you can catch us on every Thursday. We're live on YouTube, at basically on 11 o'clock Eastern Time, 10 p.m. Central and 8 o'clock Pacific. And now, on Fridays, we're doing our top fives. We're back with doing top fives Friday at the same time. And a new concept show that we're doing now, beginning now on Tuesdays, which we're going to start off in a week and a half back at it, which will be covering New Japan only. So that's something that we decided to go ahead and give the people, besides what they want, Dirty Heels, but but you know, besides <laughs> that, I gotta throw it in. It's dirty heels. Yeah, man. <laughs> dirty um, heels. Much love to them. Um, but yes, to pretty much how masters, you know, pretty much knowledge of the people, especially who are not familiar with New Japan, and give them, you know, the acknowledgement of who are these individuals, and you know, get ready. I mean, I know one thing I want to say very quick. G one, get ready for that because that's going to be the one. It's a month over long event, and we will cover that on a weekly basis, and yes, you're going to be seeing baggy eyes because that shit will be like at 3 in the morning, and I'll be up at that time watching it, so yeah. Well, thank you very much once again. <laughs> thank you, brother. Thank you. Dom, let us know where we can find Top Rope Wrestling Talk on socials, brother. Of I know course, you've got the but... best Instagram handle ever. No, we have the worst. But we're going to get to that. Before I get to that, I just, again, like Ivan said, thank you guys. I always love coming on here. I absolutely love the Rewind crew. I know I bust balls, but I'd take a bullet for any of you. So So there is that. I appreciate it, guys. Thank you for having me on. And uh, by the time this comes out, it'll probably already happen. But we have a little bit of a special milestone this week. We're coming back with episode 150 on Friday. Mm. And, And I can't believe we made it past like 15. So there is that. But in order to check that out, you can, I already told you where you can go, but you can also find it on social media. We start out simple. You can search for us on Facebook. Just search Top Rope Wrestling Talk. You'll see our public group and our podcast page. Make sure to invite yourself to one like the other. You're going to get very different content from both. Then you go to our Twitter. We're at Top Rope WT. We're still good. Like this is still pretty simple. It gets very complicated from here, folks. You can Thanks, also Bruce. find us. Yes, thank you, high class. What strain were you smoking? Keep it away from me. <laughs> you can also find us at the PWI Lifetime Award winner for worst Instagram handle ever. And it the goes best. such. The worst, the best. At top, underscore rope, underscore wrestling, underscore talk. 
It's the worst. And <laughs> why change it? It won us a lifetime achievement award. I mean, fuck it. It's the best. It's the best of the worst. I'll keep it. I hate it. I hate saying it, but I'm keeping it it anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, brother, thank you so much. And uh, thank you, man. Please, 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 uh, you know, folks, go check out Circle Debate. Go check out Top Rope Wrestling Talk. Check out all of our league fam. Okay, Um, and make sure that you are are leaving comments on everyone's content. It helps everybody on the YouTube algorithm. Um, if you are, or if you're dropping comments, so please leave us one below. Let us know your thoughts on forbidden door. Are you excited? Yes or no. What would you like to see out of a no holds barred uh, forbidden door type show? Um, <laughs> you know, an all in type show like, like Dom was talking about, let us know what you would like to see about that as well. Uh, Devin says, uh, I do have that effect on people. Because I told him that. Amen. <laughs> you know, you didn't have to um, tell me that. <laughs> so, so Devin from Clark oh, Street, we love shit. you, brother. Thank you so much for. Uh, for I love you, Devin. For letting you us poke that. fun at you here, and uh, my friends, thank you so much for joining us. Please remember to go to ccwrestlingfl.com/events. Get your tickets for upcoming CCW events uh, happening in Nashville monthly happening in florida every single day of the week apparently uh you know soon to be coming in in, in other places on the east coast so so hit us up uh check out ccw go buy your merch at whatamover.net and on behalf of the entire panel here thank you for watching listening with us tonight we appreciate you and we will catch you next time here on rewind wrestling radio